Hello, hello. You are now rocking with the best, the Holy Ruckus podcast. My name is Josh. Thanks for listening. And uh, if you're tuning into this one, it's because we have a great one. We have three priests for the price of none, really. I mean, because this was just like a free thing. This is a partnership that we're going to be doing with 270 Catholic out of the D.C. area with my boy Robert Stamper, who uh, leads that. And Robert Stamper is an awesome man who has a sweet beard, a sweet stash. So, Rob... That's a shout out to you. You're beautiful. Just want to let you know. But yes, so this is an awesome conversation. It was like a post-talk. So there was a talk of Theology on Tap. So this is like a post-Theology on Tap kind of discussion, kind of banter. Uh, we call it 21 Plus, which is 21 Plus Questions with uh, three priests for the price of none. Uh, Father Martino, Father Kevin, and Father Jack of the Archdiocese of Washington. So we're really excited to have had them on. And um, yeah, we... we Play around with fool around talking about guilty pleasure music that they listen to first albums we even get into just fatherhood and and as we get ready for father's day and what that means for them spiritual fathers in their lives but also uh just discernment like kind of like laying to bed like these kind of um trendy ways of how we go about discernment how we're going about it all wrong what is true discernment true discernment and so that's pretty cool and so, yeah, that's the conversation we're going to have. And it was really fun. A uh, couple logistical things, some things to just keep on the horizon. We got a conversation with uh, Ogechi, who just put out a blog over at our website with the holyruckus.com. And we're really excited to have her on for an IG Facebook Live. If you haven't checked out her blog, Five Ways I Insert More Prayer Into My Busy Life, um, that's making the rounds and it's killing it right now on uh, social media around. So if you haven't, go ahead and check out her blog, Five Ways to Insert Prayer Into Your Busy Life. Uh, we're going to have a conversation with her, but also we're going to be doing more of these live kind of talks with 270 Catholic, that little partnership of kind of doing post-talk interviews and, and things like that, just ways that we can get more folks on the pod. So without further ado, um, three priests, Father Jack, Father Martino, and Father Kevin of 270 Catholic chopping it up with me and uh enjoy god bless we've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that i know you haven't heard before why were you made i was made to be happy the way to be happy is to know truth and to love goodness in other words i am made for god Pero quiero lío en las dioses. Quiero que se salga afuera. You are now listening to the Holy Ruckus Podcast. All right, so you're now listening to the Holy Ruckus Podcast. This episode is coming at you from what day is today? What day? What day is today? Well, that, Wednesday. It's Wednesday, June 12th, right? June 12th. So we're kicking it right after a 270 Catholic event where Father Martino, Father Jack, and Father Kevin uh, just graced us with, uh, with presence and, not, you know, with just, just you, you know, no Jesus tonight, but you got the collars popped on, so it, it's good, it's good. But you know what? This is what, this is what we're here for. So, so fathers are, are fathers? I'll just go with fathers. That works, works yep. for me. <laughs> yep. Fathers, fathers. Uh, all right. So we are. So, so, one, so one thing. So, um, and the last interview I did of these, these are called 21 Plus. These are called 21 Plus. 
20, not like 21 and over kind of thing. So don't, don't, don't get it twisted. But it is 21 questions kind of thing. A, right. you know, and and right. one of the things we did, and don't judge me, the last person we did this with was Father Dan Leary. So oh. you can definitely do better than yeah. his interview. Thank you for setting the bar low at it's, the start. Yes, you can <laughs> skip over that bar. Absolutely. So it's good. So let me start, start here. So guys, Father's Day is coming up. Um, whether it's, it's your dad or, uh, you know, a uh, spiritual dad, a mentor, uh, what are you getting for, uh, for Father's Day for somebody other than what someone would get for you? What are you, what are you doing with that? We haven't thought about it. So, no, so there's a great priest trump card. If you get a mask card for somebody, everybody hates you. Like, except <laughs> for the person who actually gets the card. Like, I've got nine siblings, and they got really angry the first time I gave somebody a mask card as a gift because they were like, what are we supposed to do? Like, I got them an iPad, like, you jerk. Like, how did you beat me? So, like, that al that's always good for us. It uh, doesn't help, like, most people to get that way. Right, but, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Father Kevin? Yeah. Well, it's unique because this year, Father's Day is actually the day of my first anniversary. Whoa. Oh, nice. So then I try to think about my own dad, and my dad was very simple. For him, it was just let him watch the U.S. Open golf tournament. <laughs> Continuously uh, stream uh, Diet Diet Coke through his veins. Nice. And uh, don't bother. Uh, but but <laughs> but but no. But at the same time, it's also uh, just. Uh, I mean, really, anything that's going to be helpful with uh, promoting fraternity. Or at least when when people ask about St. Mary's, hey priest, what what do you want? It's like it's like hey, hey, anything that's just going to help help us be together because we got three different priests, three different personalities. Uh, it's amazing we're all still alive. Uh, <laughs> And I'm not saying that because two to murder age 72, but but still sure, the fact that sure. I'm alive too. Fraternity, uh, fraternity. But, but, but yeah, anything, anything, anything that appropriately just stimulates fraternity, and it doesn't have to be anything, anything crazy. It could just be something that <laughs> that could just be enjoyed in the rectory. Awesome, awesome. Okay, Father Martino, what do you think? So my my love language is um, quality time. Nice. All right. And actually, you know, talking about. It, Especially with uh, the whole priest thing, because this weekend, of course, is is priestly ordinations, you know. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's it's a great way to also just kind of spend time with other priests um, and just be like, hey, just and, and whether it's um, just celebrating with them. Um, actually, I know like Father Bill Byrne, for example, who I really do consider my my, my spiritual father. He's going to be celebrating his he's got his 25th anniversary coming up, right? Actually, it's, so just like being there and just be like, hey, yeah, you know, um, just that that idea of like I'm here celebrating with you. Because that's, I mean, that is something that is, in a way, affirming, but also just showing appreciation for them, right? Um, so, awesome. yeah. I love Father Bill Burton. He always looks like a red cherry. He's always got, like, <laughs> that face. I'm just like, what? Like, how does he do that? And his voice. Do, do you want him to hear that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Totally. No, well, has, he, has he already been on the show? Is that <laughs> no, no, no. no, I don't know if he knows who he exists. There but you go. it's funny because Deacon uh, Pat Mullen does a, a mean impression of him. Oh. Like, so now going to be father. So That's I don't want right. to let that go. But no, for sure, for sure. So Father Bill Burns, your spiritual father. That's awesome. Uh, spiritual fathers or mentors in your priesthood? Uh, quite a few. Uh, probably the biggest mm -hmm. one for me, uh, Father Tom Kalita, pastor at St. Peter's. Wow. Uh, knew him since I was eight years old. And uh, awesome. God bless him. He just celebrated his, I should rephrase, uh, he, 25 years as pastor, but I should rephrase that. Uh, St. Peter's uh, 
force Father Clea to celebrate his 25th anniversary uh, as pastor. Uh, wow. and, and he allowed us to. So it That's was uh, so it was great. So he's been a good mentor for me. Okay. Father Jack? My, mine was a, my college chaplain. is a priest of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. His name's Father Sean Mahoney. Nice. Uh, and yeah, he, we, were, we were together for three years. He's like not only one of the holiest men I know, he's also one of the smartest men I know. Uh, but yeah, he's been just Absolutely. a guy I always rely on. Father, you're from Philly? No, I'm from PG County. Oh, PG County. But I just County. went to school in oh, Philly. Oh, went, went to school in Philly? fluke, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I grew up too close to the University of Maryland, but I wanted to go to a school that size and not Penn State. So, nice. like, okay, the next one was, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, so that's where you're from. And then born and raised Maryland, right? Yeah. Maryland yeah, born, boy. Born in Baltimore, uh, raised in Olney, uh, lived there uh, before seminary, aside from uh, four-year stand in Buffalo, City of Good Neighbors. Buffalo. Uh, went to Canisius College weather. up there. How was that weather in Buffalo? Surprisingly, it was mild. Uh, I think uh, it was a mild three and a half feet of snow one time in eight hours. Uh-huh. Very mild. Very mild. Very good. Very good. Father Martino, and you're from the area? You're from MD? Holy, Holy Cross Hospital. Holy Cross Hospital. And then Father, I have to ask, like, where are you from from? Do you know, do you know what that means? Wait, wait. He's, saying, he's saying he can hardly read your accent is yeah, all yeah, it yeah. is. I, I'm just kind of curious because I'm, I'm of the uh, Latin persuasion. I have a little bit more tanner skin. And so when we say, where are you really from? Yeah, he's like, this, this guy. I can't believe this. this. guy. Wow. They always ask. And then they're like, no, but like, where are you from from, Josh? And I'm like, uh, South America, uh, Bolivia, third world country. I mean, you know what? Like, that's what happens. So it's like, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, Father's like, where are you from? It's like, oh, um, I'm at St. Patrick's uh, Parish. Like, no, but like, where, like, where's your family? It's like, oh, like, they're St. Peter's and Olney. It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, no, like, no, 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 Father. Where were you born? Silver Spring. No, but come on, Oh, Father. you mean like, where were my parents born? Is that what you're asking, right? <laughs> My parents are born and raised in Korea. Thank you. Pyongyang, North Korea. They're defectors. Nice. Wow, false. It's, it's not it's true. It's all good. It's all good. Are they in the don't World Cup? Trust are they in the World Cup? I, I don't know. Right now? Look, man. Are they killing it right now? Dude, I don't know. I don't I don't got time for that. Come on. You got time. You're still busy saving souls, father. Come on. Saving souls. All right, we just get some questions in from Instagram. So we we posted some like, what do you want to ask a priest? So let's let the people oh, who weren't here ask some questions. And these are just kind of rapid fire. Do you hate your outfit? Like what if you didn't like the color black? Like what are you gonna do? I look great in black, so I'm really okay with it. Yeah, looks good. I'm uh, I'm a blue and gold man. My high school, my blue college, and gold. okay, my, and uh, and in a way, my seminary to Mount was blue and gold. Nice. Uh, I'd be happy with blue and gold the rest of my life. Nice. Black's okay too. Maybe spell ketchup we, on it. Yeah, no biggie. Who do we talk to about like changing the outfit? Does that even? Not, it can't happen. I mean. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's high on our priority list yeah, of things right? to fix. <laughs> For sure. I, of all I, the I, things you could do. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I mean, I. I, I like it because one, everybody. Like I said, I was it's sharing so the story during it. It's very distinctive. Yeah. Almost always, people know who we are, and the people who don't are like really clueless, which is even more fun. <laughs> That's but, true. But like, do you like, work here? No, I'm a no, priest. Yeah. Right. But like, uh, so. Table by fluke, I ended up in Damascus High School the other day. Uh, one of the teachers wanted to meet me through one of my youth group kids. It was weird. It was honestly a very strange moment. And everybody turns ahead. No, I'm I'm six foot two fifty. So there's that. But it's also like that guy's in a Roman collar. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. So like, like I wouldn't want to look like everybody yeah. else. Like, For like, sure. and then because then when I look even crazier. Introduce myself as father. But like, I walk in and I say I'm Father Jack, and people are like, Yeah, you are. You know. There you go. It's kinda, yep. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. How about you? Black work. It's Absolutely. All good? Absolutely. Okay. Black's okay. my color, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, let's say. 
Thursday. So what I what I understand of, of working in parishes, the day off was Thursday for like the main guy, but I don't know if they ever took that. On your day off, like where where can they? Well, don't say like where they can find you, but like <laughs> what I are say you it? doing? Are you going? Yeah, are, right. are you going golfing? Straight secrets, man. Like Come where on. like where do you unload? Like hit the batting cage? Like what do you do? I personally, I I, I love hiking. Yeah. So just going down to like um, Billy Goat Trail, right? Sierra Canal. Um, every now and then, it's it's good though to be able to uh, take like a kind of a, a quiet day and go to like the uh, the Franciscan Monastery, right? You know, That's just kind beautiful. of time time for recollection. Going home, it's always nice. Going home. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's always nice to have a good uh, just just a good cycle, just to do different things. Because there's gonna be one day after crazy week, the only person you want to be with is God. But it, but then but then for those that have family local, fortunate for me. Family's only 20 minutes away. Uh, nice to be able to spend time with them because uh, I love them. I miss them. They love me and miss me. Otherwise, they're gonna. Otherwise, you might hear stories about your Bob going to next door parish and helping mm. helping help a priest uh, find a card. Uh, you know things <laughs> like that. Uh, but and and for myself, uh, once in a while or at least once a month, uh, I'm a history buff. So I like to hit up the Smithsonian's, like to hit up the monuments. That's awesome. Like to and then and plus for myself. Um, then that fourth Thursday for me, Thursdays are usually my day. Uh, hopefully, I don't regret saying that. Uh, and then uh, uh, just that great opportunity as well, just to meet up with friends. Usually, uh, there's usually one Thursday where I meet up with my classmates, or in the case of tomorrow, visiting with two priest friends in another county that I don't see every, all the time. So, awesome. so that's me. Okay, Father Jack, what do you yeah, think? I mean, I, I, I mean, golf is pretty much every other week, nice. you know, type of thing. Like that's just a. Not nice good at it. Kind of Not relax. Good at it. Are you good at it? Go ahead. Don't let this guy derail no. you now. No, no, I'm really bad. Yeah. Like, I, it's really embarrassing. It I'm is. better with somebody else because then they can watch the ball too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's a nice kind of like easy exercise type of thing, and uh, just kind of something to kind of clear your head for yeah. a couple hours. Um, but yeah, it's also like a great time for priest of fraternity. It's like the day that you just like there is no concern about this. This is like meant for this purpose because. Awesome. Um, it's yeah. It's just kind of one of those necessities of. But also, I go home a lot on Thursdays. I go see my family because yeah. uh, they're just far enough away that it's nice. hard to go yeah, see yeah. them. You know, totally, but totally, it's, totally. if it's easy enough, that I can do it in a day if I have the whole day. That's so, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. All right. So with ordinations coming up, like quickly approaching, what's one thing you could ask your newly ordained self? It was your if you could go back and impart some wisdom. What's one thing you would tell your newly ordained self, Father Jack? I want to sit with that one. I don't, yeah. What would you say? I mean, you know, wet behind the ears kind of thing. I mean, what do you, what do you, like, what do you think? Like, yeah, how long have you guys been a priest? Let's, let's so so we're that. actually all different years. So, so I've been ordained for three years. Nice. Uh, Father Kevin's been ordained for one. Father one Martin's year. been for four. Nice. Um, okay. So I, I mean, one thing, I, I don't know. I think one thing... Uh, one thing I maybe would tell my newly ordained self is uh, there are certain things that aren't nearly as risky as you think they are, and there are other things that are really dumb to do. So, like, <laughs> I, like the things, some of the things that we were warned about in seminary, like, don't wear these type of vestments. People will talk. Nobody cares except for other <laughs> priests, right? And, like, uh, but, like, at the same time, like, your humor is going to get you in trouble eventually. Just know that. And it's like, that may not be the best risk to take. Um, Dang. So. I tell myself that too. <laughs> yep. Uh, 
one important lesson I did that I have learned is uh, just as in any other career, uh, we always have to look out for our physical health. Got to look out for uh, realize that there are going to be some moments in the priesthood where we're called to answer that call at three in the morning to go to the hospital. We're called to answer someone in need. There may be someone who comes in in tears, wants to speak to a priest, and and we answer that, and and, and we love to do that. But then there are going to be times where. Um, and it's something that I learned from uh, two of the priests I've lived with, both of whom have been priests for 45 years, that once in a while a priest does need to take that little bit. Uh, I joke that I'm anti-napping, but there have been several times where, uh, where my pastor said, uh, Father Kevin, uh, you, if I were you, before you uh, do anything, uh, why don't you just take, take a half hour, just put your feet up, ju- and, and, and just rest. Uh, so... And, and I, I mean, that's just one simple reason, but just for other reasons, realizing how, how your heart is racing, how, uh, how you're doing physically. Uh, that's, for, for me, that's been a very important, important lesson. God's, God gave us a body. He's, he gives us warning signs for when we need to, uh, to take that brief rest, uh, for, not just for the good of our health, but also for the good of uh, service of souls. So Absolutely. I'm very thankful to Absolutely. my parish priest for showing me that. That's great. I think it's probably the same thing that I would tell my four-year ordained self, that I would tell my 20-year ordained self, that <laughs> nice. I would tell my 50-year ordained self. Because I think it's one of those things that you just need to like, remind yourself over and over and over again, which is like, you're not perfect, and you're not going to please everybody. I think there's a natural part of a, of a, of a priesthood like, that, that, that you want to please everybody, and you, know, you get somebody saying something, you, know, you, get, you get a nasty email or an unhappy phone call, and like not letting that ruin your day, not letting that ruin your week, right? Um, and just being able to say, you know what, like, sometimes it is your fault. Just learn from it and, and you know, move on. Sometimes it's not your fault, and you can't let that bother you, right? Um, that, that's probably what I'd say. Awesome, awesome. And then this was a question uh, from Instagram. Um, Becca writes, what's the one thing in your lifetime that you hope remains the same in the church and what's one thing you hope changes in the church in your lifetime I'm gonna take a stab at that yes yes I mean there's a lot of things I'd like to stay the same right I mean <laughs> the faith <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, maybe yeah maybe, maybe it's maybe it's better to address the other uh, I don't well uh, hmm oh boy yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that can be answered in uh, quite a few different ways. Uh, I mean, uh, just for myself, just within the first year, uh, one thing that's really surprised me in a blessed way, which I hope it doesn't change, uh, is how many people uh, trust in God's mercy through the sacrament of penance. Uh, very simply, I've just been blessed. In fact, one time I was just asked recently, there was a retreat, and they said, Father Ken, what do you think of retreat? I was only there for confession. I said, I have nothing to say. Uh, so, <laughs> I won't, so I won't say any more than that, but, uh, but just, uh, just that humble privilege. Uh, uh, sin is boring, and I'm bored because sin is boring. I'm not bored because, yeah. uh, because of, lack of, because of uh, the lack yeah. of privilege of, of imparting God's mercy. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, blessed, so I'm blessed for the opportunity, and I, and I hope more people continue continue yeah. to uh, avail themselves of God's mercy just how I hope to have yeah. that regular habit of availing themselves of God's mercy. I loved hearing you say that. We were in a meeting and you said like I'm you know sin is boring and I absolutely think that's that's so true. So yeah. Okay. What do you think, Father Jack? Um I mean 
I mean, it's hard because I think Martina got, got kind of a, like the things that you want to say the same are so obvious because if we get rid of them, like the whole point of it's fake, you yeah, know, right. like, like, um, so moving, moving beyond like the fact that like the Eucharist is we still continue Jesus source and summit and all those things. But I think, um, I think one thing that we, we can say should change the same or should, should stay the same going forward is like, there's a renewed zeal among a lot of good people to like spread the faith right now. I think there's a lot of push for, uh, for discipleship and for uh, evangelization that, that needs to remain strong because I think it's, sometimes, it's so easy to wane to get really excited about the program and then fall apart. Um, so I hope that stays the same and can even strengthen. One thing that you know, I think we can, we can easily change um, and, and it will cause, be a cause of renewal is like, we need to be more reverent we need to kind of like just get what we're doing, you know, and and that can be a lot of different things. Uh, I think it's going to start with a renewal in the priesthood to, to kind of see that like we need to pray better, like not only personally but liturgically. And once we start doing that, the rest of these things will probably get a little easier because we'll start to actually like understand what we're doing, you know, because uh, I think we got goofy for a long time. And mm-hmm. hopefully we can kind of say like, no, like this is God on the altar, like we're going to start treating it like that's true. Yeah. Um, and go from there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, yeah, I'll probably um, just kind of tag along with some of the more practical things, I guess, um, <clears throat> which is, and again, I think, I think like Father Jack said, um, like the things that, there are certain things that obviously can't change and the things that we look at and say like, oh, we want to change, I think in many ways are things that are already changing and that's more in the way that, that we live our faith, right? Not the faith itself. Right. Um, and I think just kind of a couple things um, I'd say is uh, it's kind of um, our approach to uh, Catholic education. Wow. Catholic education, um, whether that is the parish school level, definitely high schools, colleges, but just understanding that our responsibility is not just to, you know, produce good students and great athletes and, you know, excellent social, you know, workers, but like, no, Catholic education is, is about producing saints, man, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's something that, that hopefully, I think, it, I think that is something that is kind of ingrained into our Catholic culture right now um, that I would, I would love to see change. That's awesome. That's awesome, Father. All right. Any reactions to that, Fuzz? Are we good? He said it all? Spot, spot on. Uh, very important in all different aspects. Uh, sainthood needs, needs to be on the forefront. Uh, I think it's something the Archdiocese, in, in different ways, is mm-hmm. communicating yep. and, and showing it very well. Uh, at the same time, in a whole bunch of different ministries, high school, college, young adults, yep. we can do a lot better, and uh, pray to God we will. Yeah, I think the tough thing is it's a lot easier with those parish schools that the Archdiocese actually has oversight of. Um, the, the challenge is when you have um, colleges or, 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 or high schools that the diocese doesn't necessarily have kind of the same kind of oversight or influence. That's, I think, where it gets a little bit tough. But, no, I agree. that I mean, the Archdiocese of Washington, I think as a whole, we do a, a, a very good job. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then uh, one of the other questions someone had was, and then I get this a lot, with, um, in doing youth ministry and stuff, you get young men that are, that are discerning, you know, God's will in their lives. Um, one of the questions is like, yo, like, I'm afraid. I'm, I'm afraid that I'm called to be a priest, but I'm scared that 
I won't be happy or that I won't be me. What do you say to the young man that's, that's thinking that? You should be. Honestly, I mean, no, I mean, I'm not trying to be, I mean, like, it is a funny answer, but it it also kind of speaks to a lot of truth. Like, uh, if, if you really live your priesthood, you should be scared every second of the day. Um, and I, I barely understand what I'm saying right now, but I, and I'm not trying to, I mean, like, it's kind of how I talk, but I, I, it's, it's amazing to, when you take the time to reflect on what is going on, to realize uh, how how unimportant Jack is, and how important Father is, and how often people really have looked completely past your personality and see Christ. Like, if you're afraid of the priesthood, then you're doing better than what you think you should be. Do, should you be afraid of of loneliness and and all of those like very real and material concerns? To an extent, yeah. I mean, there's times where it's difficult for sure, but um, if you really believe in what the priesthood is, the grace carries you through, and you you can be scared, and and it's only a good thing because it makes you rely more fully on God. I think. Wow. Yeah. I, don't know the I, mean, I think it depends thing. on yeah what what that fear is about, right? If it's a fear of inadequacy, it's a fear of of of, of yeah not not being good enough. It's like yeah, absolutely, because and it's the whole idea of you know we carry these treasures in clay vessels, right? Um, whereas if it's a fear of like oh I'm not gonna be happy, right? It's like dude. No, I mean that that's where, you know, you go back to, to what Jesus says, like, hey, don't be afraid, it is I. Like do not you know, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. I mean Jesus says it over and over and over again, right? Um, so I think if it is something that is kind of like more accidental to the priesthood, right? If it's like, oh I'm not gonna be happy, oh I'm gonna be so busy, I'm gonna be lonely, like uh, those things are I think I think that's what we need to be kind of be able to um, strip away and be like, okay, what is what is the, the, the true fear that's at it? Okay, I, I feel unworthy. Yeah, you should, because none of us are worthy for it, right? So, yeah. Yep. And a lot of the, those, uh, those fears regarding lowliness, tiredness, uh, adequacy, um, th- that, that's going to transcend in any call of sainthood. Um, and one thing that really helped, helped embolden me uh, in two different aspects is one example of my own father with, uh, uh, with challenges say he's facing his life, uh, deal, dealing, dealing, with, uh, dealing with different challenges that, that happen with, uh, with whatever... Uh, obstacle arises, such as for myself, I grew up with speech and language delay. Not exactly easy to uh, be a father of a three-year-old whose vocabulary is only 25 words. Uh, so seeing him persevere, and then also thinking about my older brother, who uh, uh, he just celebrated his fourth anniversary with his wife. Um, they, uh, they, they, they encountered quite a few challenges those, those first years. Uh, not exactly, perhaps they manifest in a different way of challenges with priesthood, but there are fears with sainthood, and just as how those fears can be addressed of what is the real fear, uh, it's also very. It can also be very help, helpful and healthy regarding fears regarding regarding marriage. How one, how a man is going to be the basically the first big help of helping his wife to get to heaven. That's not the easiest task, or helping her child get into heaven. Also, not the easiest task. Uh, so th- those are good stories uh, that not, that not only should be addressed with it regarding. Uh, priesthood, of course, but but all vocations. Awesome. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, huh? Okay. So I'm Josh. I used to go to jo- um, Josh's uh, youth group and stuff like that. So, based off of that question, uh, how would you like define discernment, or like what does it even look like? You know, like I think that's my biggest problem. Yeah, what is it? that's my biggest problem? Like, what does it look like? Is it like my thoughts or like 
oh, do you want to be a priest? Because, like, my thoughts tell me a lot of things, and I don't follow them, you know? So, like, what, is it, like, what does it look like? Do I just wait till I'm 27 and I'm single, or will God shout from the sky and be like, go be a priest? I mean, I mean, the sermon is, is probably one of the hardest things we do until we know what we're doing, right? And I know that sounds goofy, but it's like, the sermon is it's not easy to just say, oh, it's going to be this, right? Because if we did this, we'd just hand you the pamphlet, you know, at the end of Mass when you turn 14 and, and you would be fine. And by the time you entered, eight, you know, 18, you'd be in seminary or not. Um, and you wouldn't even need seminary for eight years because you would know what's going on. I think uh, that's, and the hardship of this, of discernment is, is that it is, it's a miniature version of the Christian life, right? And Paul talks about, the the fact that we need to learn to endure in order to persevere. We need to persevere in order to be justified and to glorify God. And so discernment tends to take a lot of challenges along the way. Um, but it's it's more than just the sum of our thoughts, um, but rather it is the, the results of the conversation with God. Uh, the results of the, not only the being able to speak at all and what we are truly feeling, thoughts, feeling, and desiring, um, but also is learning, is that one coming from God, right? Because we get thoughts all the time that aren't from God. We get thoughts and even desires that aren't from God. Um, and, and learning the subtle peace that God, only God can give, like the one gift that only he's able to, to offer to us. I think it's, it's uh, one of the things Father Kevin brought up in, in the talk during Theology on Tap was like, we don't do it alone, right? Saints rarely came alone. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's why most of these guys started religious orders. That's why you have somebody like, you know, Cosmos and Damien or John and Paul, you know, um, you have all these guys coming together to work towards that common goal is that we need to rely on somebody else in the process of getting closer to God. Um, I mean, ultimately discernment, right? I, I think I think if we had like this defined discernment, I'd say it's the aligning of our will to God's will. Right? And how does that happen? Well, I mean, I, I think obviously the first part of it is we got to, well, I shouldn't say first part of it, but one component of it is being able to know what his will is, right? But that's not going to come easily unless we've been able to kind of quiet our, again, like the, the getting rid of that noise, right? Um, and that, that, that's where the, the whole prayer life is so important. Okay, being able to first, like, be able to sort out what are my desires, right? What is my will? Um, and again, you get all these different thoughts or different, and like, again, being able to sort that out and say, okay, what is truly my desire, right? Um, but then being able to say, okay, like, what is the Lord's desire, right? Um, do they match up? If they don't match up, what do I need to do about it, right? Because sometimes the process of discernment is something as simple as like, hmm, maybe like the what I want is not what God wants, which means I need to start working on getting myself there, right? So discernment isn't just this like, purely intellectual process, it's also the formation of the spiritual life, the formation of the moral life, right? Um, and yeah, and, and then ultimately when you've gotten to that point, and, and, and it's, I mean, part of it is, yeah, we got like, you know, big D discernment, little D discernment. So technically, yeah, everything that we do, we kind of have to discern in a way, right? Um, but I think when it comes to like vocational discernment, um, that's what it is, is like figuring out, okay, like, because um, the other thing is this, like so often the Lord's the way that the Lord puts those desires in our hearts, they are His will. But again, there's so many other competing things that exist within us 
that we need to be able to kind of sort out, right? And when we do get to the bottom of who we like, I mean, that's just like St. Augustine, right? Like, Lord, like you were within. Like you're close, you know me better than I know myself. You're closer to me than I am. So the whole process of discernment, I think, when it comes to vocation, vocational discernment is being able to kind of like peel away and erase, like toss away those parts of me that are not truly me, that are not truly from the Lord, right? And then finally arriving at that point where I say, ah, Lord, this is who you've made me to be. And that's why you have placed desire in my heart, right? So, yeah. Oh, you want to add anything? Uh, B- both uh, Fire Jack, Fire Martino, what he said was uh, very fitting. Uh, one blessing, at least in formation for the priesthood, is in a way like con- considering, am I am I supposed to be a doctor or am I supposed to be uh, a husband? There's there's a level of commitment. So, for example, for 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 being a doctor, get through medical school, then get through your cadaver class, then pass boards, then you gotta get get through your internship, then you gotta get through residency. So each step is there's a commitment involved. It's not like a 21 year old at college says, "I'm gonna be a doctor." There are eight years and many commitments and insurance and liability forms <laughs> away from away from becoming a doctor. Absolutely. But one distinction is at least at least in the seminary formation, as we're making a commitment. So first, that commitment to go on a retreat, that commitment to chat with the priest, that commitment to, uh, to, to, then, to then applying and going through, going through all the process. At least while there is that question, am I called to the next commitment? There's also a loving body, the church that's also praying, that's also praying and asking, is this son of the church called the next commitment as well. So it's not a journey that's gone through alone, but many loving people, priests, formators, uh, the uh, community partners, families, lay folk who, uh, who, are, who are helping uh, Netman along the journey to priesthood. Awesome. It's just, just one last little thought about discernment, right? God can't drive a parked car, right? Um, so I think the idea that like, so often one of the challenges with discernment is we have this like discernment paralysis where we're like, uh, I don't know what the Lord wants me to do, so I'm just gonna sit here until he tells me. It's like, no, like, move. And if he doesn't want you to, then he'll tell you to turn around, right? So that's just a little, another little. Just that little nugget, right? Yeah. That was huge, that was huge, even for me as, as a married man, so it's great. Um, and rapid fire, last thing, just word association. One word that just describes whatever I'm gonna say out of my mouth. All right, ready? I won't keep get you in trouble. Here we go, here we go, no, all right, no. all right, rapid fire. All right, um, summertime, go. Baseball. Ordinations. Oh, that's messed up, man. Oh, sorry, dude. I, hey, it is. Well, sorry, I'm just. That's all on my mind right now. All right, stop. Don't right, judge. Right. Baseball. Baseball. All right. Cheating, all right. All right. Uh, favorite food. Pizza. Oh, sorry. Italian. Italian? They said Thai. Eat Italian people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Man. Okay. Good. We're good. Um, Beyonce. Overrated. Oh, I was gonna single ladies. Knowles. There you go. You can do the last day. There you go. Oh, I mean, um, first album I ever purchased was. Ooh, yeah, no. Chumbawamba. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Nimrod <laughs> by Green Day. Nice. So much cooler than mine. <laughs> oh man. Well, back in the day, they used to go to the record store. We're old. Yeah. Tapes. Gone to Circuit City. <laughs> Worked at Circuit uh, City. Nice. I, I, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so you worked at Circuit City. Uh, odd jobs? Odd jobs when you were younger? 
I was a medical transcriptionist. That's a true story. I, uh, what? So doc, you ever see doctors walk around with a, with a little recorder and they would take notes on patients? Okay. I would type that up afterwards so that it would go into their thing. Oh. Yeah. What? What? Okay. Odd job? Uh, n- nothing fancy. I mean, I worked for my parents. I was a tutor. Cleaned the bathroom. There you go. There you go. What's in your car stereo or your podcast? What are you listening to? What, what, are, you, what are you jamming to or listening to? Audiobook, podcast, music? I love I have Spotify Premium, and my Discover Weekly is always a great determination of what my mood was last week. <laughs> so evidently, I listened to a lot of Christian music the last two weeks because it's all my Discover Weekly is this week. Yep. Uh, let's hear in my car. It's either DC 101, W2P nice. for the radio. Uh, for a long drive, there is a Mount Scola CD, the nice. last one produced. That's in there. Okay. Actually, I'm on a classical kick right now. Wow. Um, so, so I've got a Master and Commander soundtrack. Um, I, I'm a big on soundtracks. Master Commander, Gladiator. Gladiator soundtrack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Little Hans Zimmer okay. fan, are you? Ah, I love Hans Zimmer, dude. Hans Zimmer. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Right. And last one. Christian music. What about it? Inappropriate for mass, but amazing to listen to any other time. That's what I want. Yeah. In harmony, small things grow. Hopefully, Christian music will too. <laughs> Ooh, I get more than what I bargained for. Go ahead. You good? Christian music. What do you think? Like good, bad, lucky. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Now you don't have an opinion on something, Father I mean, Martino. You know, I mean, look, look, Lino. A little, a little Palestrina, a little, you know, polyphony. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that, right? Is that I'm gonna what, beat you over the head. We're talking with about this like. <laughs> good, good, good. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the time. We went a little over, but I hope it was a blessed one. And uh, this has been the Holy Rockets. Thanks so much, uh, fathers. We'll be praying for you. Pray for us. Pray for our little ministry that we got Amen. going on. Absolutely. Here we go. God bless. Shout out to Father Martino, Father Kevin, and Father Jack for kicking in with us on this recent episode of the Holy Ruckus Podcast 21 Plus Edition. Just um, that awesome uh, banter that we had. Uh, there over at St. Rose Brewery in Maryland. So that was pretty awesome. A couple of logistical things. We already told you, if you haven't already, five ways I enter more prayer into my busy life, blog by Ogechi. Go check that out. www.theholyruckus.com. Also more podcasts, uh, shows that are coming out uh, this summer. We're going to be doing more live tapings. Um, so we got that. And then videos over at our YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe do so help us out drop us a comment drop us a like and ratings give us uh, the best you got because we're trying to be better for the better people so yes we're so excited to have you as uh, a listener and uh, we just love you so much god bless thanks so much for jamming with the holy ruckus podcast you've been good see ya